0: So for the past few weeks of Advent, we've been lighting one candle each week uh, with a varied amount of success. And the candles each represented something. And so I said last week that I was going to award Advent points. And if you get a thousand Advent points, you can change them in for chocolate. And I've been collecting chocolate for the past couple of weeks. I have a big box like this of lots of different types of chocolate. So any of the three masses, whether it's here in Zenon or the other two masses, I will be carrying around my big tote of chocolate. And It's an honor system, okay? So if you've acquired your thousand points, you don't have to prove it to me. I'll believe you. And if you haven't, I'm just going to be a Grinch or a Scrooge, and you won't get your chocolate. It's not my fault. It's yours. And so remember, if you're wearing purple today, I'll give you a 100 points. If you're wearing pink today, you get 75 points because pink was last week. Uh, but I'm still going to give you points because pink is a shade of purple, so that counts. And 200 points, if you can tell me again what the first candle, the theme was. Uh, hope, uh, Simon. Joy is the third candle, so I'll give you uh, 150 points. The second candle, faith, thank you, yes, um, who, yeah, whoever sa- sa- said that. Uh, So the fourth candle then, um, as we've discovered already, is peace. And so Advent then, in a preparation for Christmas, leads us through these stages for a reason. It's kind of like when we have our Christmas to-do list. You have a million things you have to do to prepare for Christmas, and you can't do one thing, until you've finished the first thing. You have to kind of do these things in stages. You can't put your Christmas lights up until you've poured your eggnog, right? You know, it's things like that. We have a to-do list that we have to do. So without hope, if we don't believe in hope in this world that God will fulfill our prom- uh, His promises to us, then we'll never have true faith We'll never have courage in our faith. And if we never have that courage in our faith, we'll never have the true joy that Jesus offers. Which brings us to the fourth week, that if we don't have hope and faith and joy, we'll never truly be at peace. So Christmas then, as we'll hear tomorrow night, is about Christ being our peace. So what is peace then? Peace is not something that, well, we can work for it a little, but only so much. There's only so much we can do. We cannot force peace onto our family. We cannot force peace onto this world. But the first thing we can do is welcome peace, he who is peace, into our hearts. Prayer helps us to welcome Jesus, who is our peace, into our hearts. And so Mary did this. That's why we hear the gospel of the visitation of Mary to Elizabeth today. And she is our example of hope, of faith, of joy, and of peace. So she said yes to the angel. So to, to, do we need to say yes to welcome Jesus into our hearts as she welcomed uh, Jesus leading up to Christmas but the next thing she did, she didn't just keep Jesus for herself, keep this peace for herself. She went and she shared it with other people. Who are we going to share our peace with this Christmas season? The challenge then this week is twofold, okay? It's to welcome peace into our own hearts and then share it with others. So the first Part of the challenge that I have for you this week is to say a prayer with your family. Now, I know you pray with your family all the time or at meals or whatever it is, but pray a specific prayer this time over Christmas, over the season, whenever, for peace in your family. And then, by yourself or with your family, Share that peace with someone else. It could be somebody who's maybe alone for Christmas, somebody who doesn't have much peace in their lives over Christmas. Go and visit them. Mary visited Elizabeth, and together they shared in that joy and in that peace. And so may our final day of preparation then for Christmas be one of prayer, of joy, and of peace.